Everyone and welcome to another quick impromptu episode of HP Critical Podcast, a podcast where my friends and I talk all things gaming. I'm Drell and I'm here with Christy and Brandon and we're going to talk all about the Nintendo Mini Direct that just happened a few hours ago. It was definitely thrown at us as a surprise, although there were some rumors that it was going to come out. Uh, it was just announced and it happened, and it was pre-recorded, and it was there, and we were able to watch it. And we were all so excited, because I don't know if you've been to our website recently, but uh, we have a lot of Nintendo coverage going on, because we're all huge Nintendo yeah. fans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty big Nintendo fans, so this Direct was definitely something that we had been looking forward to, and it came with a lot of great things. So, to start with, we're all just going to go around and talk about some of the things that we really, really liked the most during the Direct. And I think I'm going to start with you, Brandon. Tell us one of the things that you were really, really excited about. Okay, so I was really excited to finally get some more information on Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition because I have attempted to play that game twice now. I played a little bit when it originally released on Wii, a little bit, a little more on the 3DS version. I made a lot more progress there. Um, but I always fell off of it for some reason. But I'm really excited to give this game one more try now that it actually looks like so good. Like, the original one, like, as good as it was, it's hard to look at now. Even back then, it was kind of hard to look at, because it was, like, sub, almost like subpar PS2 graphics on, like, the Wii. But now, you know, it's, it's adopting more of the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 art style, and it's looking so beautiful. A lot of those scenes are just, like, so high quality. And there's a lot of, I noticed a lot of quality of life improvements in the UI as well. There's that entire epilogue story, Future Connected, which I suspect may be what connects it to the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 storyline. I don't know too much more beyond that, because of I, you know, I don't want to get spoiled. But yeah, I'm excited to see how how much this game improves. But I'm very excited to dive into it. So I don't know anything about Xenoblade Chronicles. Haha. Uh, I'm here. Very, very little. So when I saw the preview, I was like, hey, that's Shulk. And then when I found out that he gets the weapon that allows him to see into the future, I was like, oh, that makes the Smash intro make it makes so sense, much more right? sense now. Yes. yes. Oh, dude, that's like, oh. the best part. It's like when you when you when you don't know anything about a Smash character, and then you see the contextual game, and now you understand stuff. That was me because when I first played Smash Ultimate and Joker got revealed, I had not at the time played Persona Five. What? So then I played Persona Five at like years after that, and I was like, Oh my god, everything makes sense now. It's so awesome. Like it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. I didn't know you took that long to play Persona Five. I really did not know this. Oh my gosh, podcast. It was. It was it was significantly afterwards. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, so one of the games that I was super, super excited about, or one of the game collections that I was super, super excited about was the 2K games, um, bringing their three big games to the Switch, which includes the Bioshock collection, Borderlands Legendary collection, and XCOM 2. While I am not a huge XCOM 2 fan, I love Borderlands, and I really, really adore the last Bioshock game, and so Bioshock Infinite. And so... I kind of knew because we had already heard through whatever different means that they were coming to Switch. I knew it was coming, but the way that it was presented with 2K Loves Nintendo Switch, it was super adorable. Seeing Claptrap again on the Switch was awesome. I had some issues with Borderlands 3, but Borderlands 1 and 2 were perfect, and Bioshock Infinite is still one of my favorite games. Um, I think it's like seven years old today or something. Uh, it's anniversary just yeah. came up. Uh, so it was great to get it for free on uh, the PSN, but playing these games on the go make them so much better, and that's why the Switch is such a great console. <laughs> 
Honestly, playing <laughs> games on the go is the greatest thing ever. It's amazing. Absolutely. I literally get to just grab my Switch, take it with me, especially now Animal Crossing, which, like, I won't even get into because I know we're all obsessed. But being able to just throw it in this in this case that I have and take it on the go with me and, and pick up for Bioshock Infinite from a point that I left off or just shoot the shit with friends on Borderlands, excuse me. It's it's going to be great. And it all comes out May 29th, which is, uh you know, a few months away. Of course, this is all with the caveat of some of these games in development might come a little bit later due to the situation with the world and the uh, coronavirus, etc. So, uh, sure. you know, exactly. we are a little in a weird timeline now, but definitely 2K, 2K games bringing their collections to the Switch got me excited. Christy, what was one of the things that you liked? Honestly, I love seeing uh, Bravely, Bravely Default 2. I just... I just love that series and just seeing how much it has progressed from when we first saw it. It's, it's such a great thing. Plus the art style kind of grew on me. It finally grew on me. I mean, at first I wasn't a big fan of like how the characters looked in the game. Neither was I. I remember we had that conversation. Yeah, but you know, it grew on me. Maybe they did some updates to the art style. I haven't really did a, di- a deep dive into it, but, but you know what? It grew on me and I like it. I'm really liking the new characters. Gloria seems oh, interesting. Yes. Seth is... Hmm. The characters, <laughs> they remind me of like Final Fantasy characters in a way. Which I'm kind yeah. of excited for. But at the same time, I was like, hmm. I'm curious. I, I haven't played the demo yet. I have it downloaded to my Switch, and I'm probably going to be playing it tonight. Same. I haven't downloaded I haven't started it yet. I'm super excited about it. Um, we were obviously talking about this earlier. I am super, super hyped. I love the artwork for the game, the official mm-hmm. artwork for the game. It's beautiful. It's very Octopath Traveler-esque. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure this was the same team that had worked on Octopath Traveler. Yep. That was um, is it? Yeah, the Octopath okay. team and the Bravely team are the are the same. Okay, I remember that's where they they changed up their team, so I couldn't remember. Oh, they did. But I'm so excited that Reeve was coming back to do to do the music. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. As much as I love Rio, I do prefer Revo's music. It's a great that um, Octopath Traveler didn't get more uh, recognition for its amazing soundtrack because it's so good. It really is a great soundtrack. I still haven't finished it, but soundtrack is great. Oh my gosh, Christy. It's okay. I'm you sorry. have a lot on your plate. No, I completely understand. You have a lot on your plate. But hey, I at too... least I'm almost finished with Persona 5, okay? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I'm not faulting you. It's it's a lot of great JRPGs out there we have to play. Uh, but I, too, am very, very, very excited for Bravely Default 2. I love the way it looks. I loved the Bravely Default combat system. Mm-hmm. I loved what they did with it in Octopath Traveler. And I love going back to the uh, BP and defending and going all out and strategizing and making those decisions. But I'm mostly... much more excited to see the asterisk holders. Oh, the new astronauts. Yes, yes. And Ooh, yes. Their yes, that's actually what awesome I was just about to say. <laughs> they all look so good. Uh, one of the things that really, really caught me though, which I don't remember having seen before about Bravely Default 2, was the backgrounds that are like the art style that they've created in that game, the backgrounds as compared to the character models. It's like a storybook, but it's like a 3D storybook. Like it's, they've done <laughs> some amazing work at Square Enix to create some dimensions I've never seen before in video games in artwork and, and the, the character design models are great. They're gorgeous. And like you said, I can't wait to see the asterisk and like, it's, 
I want to play this demo. I'm very, very excited. It's a look back at uh, classic JRPGs in a current theme um, and a current wrapping. And it's going to be hopefully a great game. Brandon, give us another one. Another one that I like? Yes. Okay. Um, so I will say that I'm quite excited. You know what? I, I, there's two, there's two, but I'll focus on one of them right now. Um, I love Catherine. Catherine is like one of my, one of my, one of my favorite, um, cult classic, um, Atlas games. It's, uh, it's a pretty fun, it's a really fun puzzle game. But what I really love about the game, aside from its main core gameplay of like doing the puzzles, is the, uh, really, like the whole storyline with how, you know, the main character Vincent, he's with a, a girl that he's been with for like many years. That he, he loves her, but he's not, he's not ready to like, you know, settle down or anything like that. Then comes this other Catherine that offers him a much more freedom love lifestyle, but it's a little bit too free. So you have to like choose between which one you like. And now the full body is coming to switch, which is adding everything that the full body um, added for when it came to PS4 PC as well. Right. Am I, am I, am I wrong? I don't or was it just remember. PS4. I can't oh. recall if it came to PC or not. No, you know what it was? It was the original Catherine that came to PC. I don't think full body has left PS4 yet. Okay. Cool. Anyway, so yeah, Full Body came out. I got the special edition of it and the sheet that came with it. Uh, haven't played it, unfortunately, just yet because like there's been a lot of games that came out like around the same time. But on Switch, I think this is going to reach a, a lot bigger audience. I know Toby, for example, is excited to play this version of it. Um, yeah, it's just a, such a great game. And I remember when I played the original with a group of my friends, we all, four of us got together and we all did like a collaborative playthrough of the game. And we did it based on another friend of ours <laughs> who, um, his, his, uh, I won't say any names obviously, but his relationship, uh, life was a little complicated at the time. So the four of us got together and styled our entire playthrough based on him. Oh, and God. it was a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, goodness. And we told we told him halfway through that we were doing this, and he was cool with it. But yeah, that's one of my best greatest memories. We got to, we passed the controller if we were having trouble with puzzles, and we just made these decisions together. And we got the ending that we got. There's like eight endings in the original, I think thirteen in this new version or something like that. Yeah, so there's, there's a lot. So there's a, there's definitely replay value in the game as well. And there's multiplayer. The full body even added the ability to play as Joker from Persona Five, as we mentioned, we yes. mentioned him earlier. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot to this game. I'm happy it's coming to Switch. You know, so am I. <laughs> I love that I'm just bandwagon bandwagoning on all of these. You guys <laughs> picked some great ones. Um, yeah, I was very shocked, honestly. I I don't know if people had talked about Catherine coming to Switch, but I completely missed it. If they did, I, I when it when it showed up, I was like, oh, finally. So the Switch is being promoted as something that has some mature audience games because we know that the games are there, but we don't usually get the games, um, the the more mature games in like the directs ever. Exactly. Uh, they're mm-hmm. usually just sitting in the eShop to be randomly found. <laughs> um, so I, I was like, okay, finally, you know, they're, they're, they're mentioning that this is for mature audiences and we're finally getting a game like Catherine as a front runner in a, in a Nintendo Direct on the Nintendo Switch. So I was super excited about what that means for the Switch and its marketing and Nintendo understanding its place in video games and understanding its audience. That's not only just for kids who are playing Mario Party uh, and adults who are playing Mario party don't get me wrong <laughs> but it's mm-hmm. also for adult jrpg fans who can appreciate something like Catherine full body coming to the nintendo switch and it's another one that's gonna look great on the big screen but also gonna look great on the go doing those right. puzzles it's it's like these games are literally made for 
the Switch screen. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. We're doing the, um, we're all a part of the Final Fantasy X HP Critical JRPG, JRPG Club. Club. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> we're all a part of the Final Fantasy X and X2 JRPG Club, uh, for HP Critical. I don't know if you guys are playing it's it on okay. Switch. Um, are you guys playing it on Switch? Yes. I am. I, just I am. So all three of us are playing it on Switch, and it just makes that game so much easier to play than sitting down in front of a PS4 just for me. Um, and look forward to our podcast all about that conversation honestly, coming very soon. Honestly, I would have been done with it to start five if, if it was if on it Switch. Was, if it was available, and I know that you and I were also talking about the fact that Atlas chose Catherine Fullbody to bring towards... Actually, it was your comment. You said um, it, you were disappointed that they brought Catherine as opposed to an older Persona game. Yeah, I mean, I heard rumors of it coming over, and I was like, yeah, I guess so. But at the same time, I was like, uh, eh, eh, it is what it is. Yeah, I think they're really holding on to that uh, Persona exclusivity to uh, PSP and PS PlayStation as opposed to... PlayStation title. Yeah. And then they're giving us, you know, Shin Megami Tensei on on uh, Nintendo. I mean, we already got a little bit of Persona Five, but whatever. I won't go into that. Anyway, uh, Chrissy, what was another one that you enjoyed? Um, I really liked the fact that they um the Ring Fit update. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. The rhythm mode. I'm I'm kind of scared to try it out, but at the same time, I kind of want to just because with what's been happening in the world and. My yoga class and my orange theory classes, they've all been kind of canceled for the time being. Yeah. So I'm kind of excited, kind of nervous, but it'll be a good update. Yeah, no, when I saw them dancing to the uh, Mario theme song, uh, Mario Odyssey theme song, I was like, I want to get back into this game. <laughs> like, oh I'm my down goodness. for so, so I saw that and then I was slightly terrified. What? Just slightly. <laughs> I was like, this could go either way. I mean, yeah, it could, it could, but I, I, I actually like that song, so I was like, I'm down, I'm down to lo- do uh, a little bit of that. Oh my god, I can't, I can't wait. And, and I just want to point out that the songs that were available, you know, besides Odyssey, there was Splatoon music and there was uh, Breath of the Wild music. There's also We Fit music in there. I think there was just the one song, but still, I love that they're shouting out their previous um, uh, attempt at like a fitness game. I think it's really cool. So, yes, yeah, no, I, I thought that was cool as well. Um, one of the other ones that I was super excited about, which I feel like needs to have a little more, a little more press going about it, is the Gung Ho Entertainment's Splatoon inspired game, Ninjala, which is yes, free. Yes, Ninjala. Oh my god, I can't wait to give that a try. We gotta play that together. Yeah, when I saw it, I was like, yo, this looks super cool. This is like, if Splatoon were about a battle royale, uh, you know, fighting style game this is this is it and it looks awesome and then they were like oh it's free and i was like what it's coming out may 27th and i was like what <laughs> like two I days before xenoblade and bio and 2k stuff we're yes. like okay they try this out while you wait until those other big releases are coming and it just looks so cute the diversity is there uh the 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 combat looks interesting the way that you can choose to i think it was like bubblegum or something mm-hmm. that they had you can choose to hide or you mm-hmm. can choose to do different things with it i was like oh this looks so so cool i would pay 50 bucks for this game that's gonna be for free that we can all play for free i am very very excited for it uh, <laughs> i was like yeah this it was one of the the highlights of this the the direct for me actually was uh uh, aside from the ones that we've already mentioned, because I do love everything that we've mentioned, this one was another one. Brandon, did you have another one? 
I think I do. Let me go down the list here and see what else we got. Oh, yes, of course, a big one. We got uh half Smash reveal in this direct. <laughs> like, um, they've never done it this way before. I'm guessing it's because they're taking a little extra time that they wanted to make sure they wanted to. But yeah, they just straight up said, hey, next character is Smash. We're not going to tell you who it is, but it's from ARMS. And I was like, what? And I thought that was crazy because, you know, Springman was already an assist trophy in this game. Yeah. So I thought that pretty much discounted any possibility that there'd be any kind of ARMS character in this As game. But yeah, but here we are. So there's not that that in the term creates not new possibilities, which I'll get to in a second. But yeah, that means it could be any of the 15 arms characters. So here's the thing. Um, spoiler, I know, spoiler alert! It's all of them. It's every single. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so that's actually, oh my god. Yeah. Okay, I'll get to it when you're done, Ben. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say, but I'll go ahead and say this. So on the off chance this ends up being Springman, that opens up a whole new door because for like the Waluigi fans are gonna come out. Because the the one defense against the Waluigi fans like, but it's an assist trophy. Mm -hmm. But if they were to put Springman as a character, they would come in force. There would be nothing to stop them. So I'm hoping it's not Springman for that reason. (laughs) Also because like Springman is like, in my opinion, like I like him, but he's like one of the least interesting choices they could do. Um, People are saying Min Min because she won that party clash like not too long ago. So she's definitely like the most popular uh, arms character, at least as far as people play. Um, I'm personally thinking it's probably going to be Max Brass because he was like the main antagonist for arms and he has like all these different moves or it could be that weird mask thing that just gets multiple arms characters. There's possibilities. Dr. Coyle is the last DLC character, but yeah, my main guess is going to be Max Brass. I'm just happy that, um, Drew, we talked about this off the podcast. You're interested in how their moveset is going to be as am I, because they have these stretchable arms. I'm curious to see how that's going to play out. And whatever stays they end up choosing, there's a lot of uh, options there. But I'm ready for some ARMS music, man. Oh, my God. ARMS <laughs> music is great. The main theme, of course, oh, but each of the stages also have their own songs. Like, give me all of the ARMS. I don't even need a remix. I'd like one, but I don't even need them. I just give me the entire ARMS soundtrack, throw it into Smash, and I'm super happy. You know, Honestly. I really literally forgot the main theme to ARMS, and you singing it just reminded me how much it was in my head when it yeah. came out. Yeah. Well, so welcome, back to, welcome, back, <laughs> welcome back to your head. <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. ARMS so, music is great. Did you have something to say about this before I jumped in, Chrissy? I mean, I was kind of low-key disappointed, but eh, eh, I'll live. <laughs> I mean, that's why it wasn't a part of my best games, because I, too, was not very excited about it. You know... I was like, that, oh, okay, uh, that's good. I'll, I'll throw in one last thing here before you before you got before you go in, Jarrell, is that um, right? Like it was like it was like a one-two punch, no pun intended. Like after the Arms announcement, they said, "Hey guys, if you're a Nintendo Switch Online member, you can just play Arms for free for like a week." I'm like, oh, and that's not even like the limited demo that they had like done with like Arms initially and Splatoon too. It's like, no, play the entire game free for a week so i'm like are you serious this is a big push i don't and and a lot of people on twitter have been speculating that i don't think it's just a big push for um you know where's this character coming from like what's their deal before they come into smash i think if they're going this hard on like promotion that we might get a sequel sooner rather than later because arms did do really well sales wise It, it like a lot of people stopped caring about it after like maybe the first few months of switch 
but while it was out, it did really well. It was like it was it was talk for a Switch when it first released. So I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, that's gonna be every type of Switch game. Uh, for sure, but that was that, but that especially this no, one yeah. because I that mean, was, it was close to the Switch copies. launch. It sold over two million yeah. copies, so it did really, really well. Uh, and I think you are completely correct. There has to be a reason for this big push. Uh, but also, I, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, you should be able to see how it's performing at this moment and compare that to something like Splatoon, which had a longer uh, lifespan and make it for sure. But what do I know? <laughs> what I do know is that uh, I was a little bit disappointed, but I was also interested at the same time because, like you said, I am very, very curious as to how an ARMS character would play in Smash. Um, I think that is the most intriguing thing to me about it. So that's why I'm like, oh, okay, I'm down to see what Sakurai is going to do with an ARMS character. Uh, as right. The- talking about uh, which character it could or would be, uh, I was talking to Toby earlier and he mentioned that it would probably probably be one of them and then just have alternate costumes for other ones because they're pretty much, you know, similar. Um, and I think Some it could be something yeah. I think it could be something like that. I personally would love to have Twintel in there for diversity reasons. Twintel is Bay. Um, she's gorgeous. She was one of the most popular ones. I know that she didn't win uh, the popularity contest, but she was up there. She was one of the most popular ones. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. She's great. I would love to have her in there. She's killing people with my hair. Bayonetta versus Twintel. Let's go. Uh, that's Ooh, yes. just, you know, a great. wish of mine. Uh, but, uh, I, I do think that I want to see more female Smash DLC characters as well. So even if it's not her, you know, even Ribbon Girl, I think would be cool. Um, give me more mm-hmm. girls in Smash, please. Just make it a bit please. more diverse. Yeah. Yes, please. Please, please, please. Also, but yeah, like Twin Tail, come on, give me this black girl and Smash and I'm going to be very happy. Uh, but like I said, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not disappointed. Um, I'm just like, dang, there's no, there's, it's, it's strange because the first set was so vastly wild. It was such a good set. Yeah, we got so many unexpected, uh, non-Nintendo properties into Smash. Except for Byleth. Except, that's what I was just going to say. And so the last one was Byleth, and now we're getting arms, and now we're kind of just reverting. I wish, I honestly just wish that all of this was inverted that we got uh you know the arms character first and then byleth and then we got some of the more surprises later on because uh, like maybe said, it is actually inverted you're right it is and we're getting oh. all the nintendo stuff now uh after they've got everybody to already purchased this the the uh expansion uh pass because they know that you guys loved everything they did the first time so they're like they'll just buy anything so now they're giving you all the ones that are from nintendo uh but anyway I, I've said this before, but leaving Violet as the last character in Smash was, I think, a mistake for a reveal. And then providing an ARMS character as the first one for the second set of DLC is, um, you know, an interesting decision. But I will hold reservations until after I see the character because I love Violet. She's one of my mains now. I know, Violet is a great. I love playing as her. Yeah, Violet is awesome. So yeah, um, that is, <laughs> sorry, sorry, yes, 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 Violet is now one of my favorites, so you know, it's all about gameplay, so I'm, I'm waiting just to see what that, that character is going to play like. I'm still disappointed because of the vast opportunities, because like I said at this point, Smash can have anyone they want. Sakurai can literally get any character, he can call, if he calls you, I promise you no one will say no. Like, I can't think of a single developer that would be like, no, I don't think I want my character in this huge game. Why would I do that? No, let's not. <laughs> exactly. So you can literally have anyone. Uh, Christy, do you have another one? Um, 
Let me see. Let me check the list and see what else we have here. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Animal Crossing update. Yeah. So funny thing was that this morning I was playing Animal Crossing, and before I could even boot up my game, my file needed to update. So I kind of figured that Nintendo might have shadow dropped some type of news. But I like the fact that with the update, they ha- um, Bunny Day is lasting for what? 12 days now? 12, 13 days? Ooh, I yeah, 12 days. 12 whole days. Didn't it used to like only last for like a few days? Yeah, it used it's to only last like, I played the, New Leaf. the Easter weekend, and that was pretty much it. So yeah. now we got a nice 12 days to uh, do whatever you need to do for the Bunny Day event. I know, it's so great. I'm excited because I love all the festive festive decorations and also getting all the nice furnitures. Yeah, with more than mm-hmm. 2 million oh, yes. copies of, of uh, Animal Crossing being sold, 1.8 million uh, physical copies in Japan, not including the the uh, uh, digital copies, and not including the rest of the world, this game is huge. <laughs> like, it is yeah. now seller. officially, yes, it is now officially a system seller, and it is also officially the best-selling uh, title on the Switch, which used to be held right. by Pokemon Sword and Shield combined. Which is wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, what? It's this insane. Is so crazy. There are no switches anymore, guys. There, the switch is no longer available in stores. That's how I know. My coworker was telling me about it. You she was trying to get a switch one. for her daughter for Animal Crossing, and there's none in the stores. You can't go oh. buy a switch. Do you Target, Walmart, Amazon, GameStop, all these places are do not have switches. You can buy one from uh, one of them, but it will be from a third-party seller at at least four. The cheapest one that I saw was $425. Now, you can get a light. Gross. You can get a Switch light, but you cannot find a Switch anywhere. And so if you have one, <laughs> if you don't have one, good luck. Cause, Hold uh, on to it. Yeah, we're all playing, we're all playing, we're all playing Animal Crossing in quarantine anyway. So come visit me and yeah. give me lilies because I can't find anyone who has any. Thank you. <laughs> and so if anybody, if any of our listeners have lilies. Please, please message Jarrell please. on Twitter at Jitrell. So, so he can get his lilies. He yes, needs his yes. lilies at Jitrell on Twitter. Yes. Or even at critical underscore HP uh, message them and they will tell me and I will come to your island and I will <laughs> get some lilies and I will drop a thousand bells for anyone who can get me lilies. I will drop. And if he doesn't drop a thousand bells, bells, feel free to message us. I will drop five thousand bells for anyone who can get me to a shop where I can buy lilies. Five thousand bells. I know you got to upgrade your house. Do it. <laughs> anyway, Cheryl, you better have money. I do. You have I bells. have. I have one million bells in the bank right now. How? Oh. Because I have friends who cheat and give me money. I see. And so I will be willing to give bells to anyone who can get me lilies. Uh, speaking of, there's an update. So everyone who was cheating using the duplication get, uh, glitch, you can no longer do that. I'm sorry for everyone who was doing it. I wasn't, so it doesn't really affect me. I also don't have one. I didn't even know there was a the glitch. Um, but yeah, sorry guys, you can't do it anymore. I also don't have one million bells, but I will give someone 5,000, like, for real, if you give me a release. Uh, so one of the other games that I was excited for, which I know some people were kind of iffy about the, the direct ending on Pokemon. I was super excited about the direct ending in Pokemon. Unfortunately, we didn't get too much more new information from the direct, and I think that's kind of why people may have been a little iffy about it. But we got yeah. a look at more customization options on character models in person, and I was excited. I was also excited because everything that they showed was no longer just uh, uh, artwork 
and production images. It was now actually in-game stuff. Uh, so that is right. cool because we had to see the progression of all of that. We got more information about the towers that we we're going to get to. We got to see the towers in person. We got to see the movesets of the the starter Pokemon in their GMAX form mm-hmm. in person, like in-game, as opposed to just artwork for them. Because before we'd only seen artwork. Now we see their animations for it. We found out a little bit more information about that, about how these characters, or how these Pokemon, rather, are going to be ignoring all types of abilities when they use their abilities. We got to see them in action. We got to see all the new customization in action. We got more shots of in-game footage. I was hoping that we would get some new information on the Pokemon that we were going to get, the 200 Pokemon coming with the first one. We did not, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're going to kind of either hold it really close to the chest and wait closer to release, or they're going to do what they did with this game, which is, surprise, you'll find out when you start playing and you see who's there. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, did you guys have thoughts on that, or, or uh, we can move on? Not much more. Like, yeah, I was, it was nice to see all that kind of like in person. I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, pretty excited for it. I'm excited. I got, to, I, we got to see more of the environments. We got to see exactly where on the map this is supposed to be, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so they kind of like tied, tied that in there. The yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. Thank you. Yep, I love that. I like how like. I was worried about like, okay, so what do you have to do to um evolve your Cub Fu? Like, well, not so much evolve it, but what? Because they mentioned that you'd be able to do either path on either version. So I was wondering how that process would go. Now it's just like, oh, you just gotta choose which tower you want to go to, and you'll get your Urshifu based on that. It's like, oh, that's that's pretty simple. It did sound like you have to go just alone with your Cub Fu. So yeah. I think that might be a way of. So I think that might be a good way to balance it for those who've already completed the game. It sounds like it'll be like a set challenge in that in that in that respect, which I think is a nice way to counterbalance that. I am wondering how the level scaling overall is going to go since it you know can be played by players who already completed the game. But I guess we'll see when it gets closer to time. Excited! I want to see what the new Pokemon are. I still don't know which tower I want to go to yet. Yeah, neither do I. I was like, dang, I, I honestly don't even know. Like, come on, guys, make it easier for me. Make it either shadow or light. That's easy. <laughs> no, nah, it's water. But you're, you're giving me shadow and water. Mm-hmm. Come on. I mean, come honestly, on. if you have Inteleon, he is. Uh, and I did not pick Inteleon because I thought Scorbunny was the cutest. But at this point, Inteleon is literally the one of the coolest. Like, he's up there with Greninja as one of the coolest stars. Yeah, Pokemon. he's awesome. He goes like however many feet in the air that they mention, and he snipes you. Like he literally exactly. shoots you. Like. But- he's- but Scorbunny was cuter, okay? Scorbunny was 100% cuter than, uh, uh whatever. Sobble. Thank you, I forgot. Yep. Yes, Scorbunny was cuter <laughs> than Sobble. And I am a sucker for long-eared bunnies, so I am loving the G-Max version of, uh, mm-hmm. Scorbunny. Uh, not Scorbunny. Same. Uh, Cinderace. He, of, of Cinderace, yes. I am, I'm loving it. He's, he's, he's my buddy. I might have to use him again. I stopped using him. Oops. Which sucks because he had the coolest animations. I just had, uh, more favorite fire Pokemon like Vulpix that I wanted to use in Ninetales instead. But, uh, yeah. anyway, there we are. <laughs> so, now that that's done and we've talked about all the ones that we like, did you have another one, Christy? Um, no, I think. I think we covered it all. Let me double check the list one last time. But I think we covered all the ones that interested me, actually. All right, cool. Uh, I think we're just, if that's the case, if you don't see any more, we're just going to wrap up with just a quick recap of everything that happened during the uh, mini direct. And then we're going to close out. So everything that happened during the direct, we saw... Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, we got the 2K games that are coming to Switch, which includes Bioshock Collection, Borderlands Legendary Collection, and XCOM 2 Collection, all on May 29th. 
the Xenobate Chronicles edition, was there a release date? Yes, May 29th as well. May <laughs> Thank May you. 29th. May 29th. May 29th as well. Yes, we got the day. Expansion Pass DLC for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, uh, which is available now. Yay, Fantastic Four. Yeah, Doctor Doom and Fantastic Four available right now. Uh, new Capcom game, The Depths, which is also Ooh, can I... yeah. No, go ahead, please. I did want to just touch on that one a little bit. Um, I'm, so that game actually looked kind of interesting. It looked like an underwater Metroid game. Honestly, I don't know if you guys saw the trailer for that one. Yeah, it intrigues me. Like, like I'm wondering how in depth it'll go. Like, it's it's very atmospheric, so it's something I might get give a try in the future. I, I, obviously, I'm not extremely excited about it, but I think it's interesting. I think it's something I'll look at at some point. You know, I, at first I was like, oh, what is this cute little underwater game? And then I was like, oh, okay, it is not a cute little underwater game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I was I was surprised by it. I was interested in it. Shinsekai Into the Depths, uh, available right now. I like, the, I like the title as well. And then we got the update for Animal Crossing. April 1st until April 12th is, uh, what's it called? Natural, uh, Bunny Day? The Bunny Day. There we go. April 1st until April 12th with the new update. There's an update out right now, and there's going to be another update afterwards as well. Uh, which is going to be adding, which I think if I remember correctly, I think that later update is going to be adding in Leaf into the game along with like an Earth Day event, which is super yes, cool. Yes, Earth Day. I can't wait. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to be playing Animal Crossing for a very Which long reminds time. me, are we not getting an April Fool's Day event in Animal Crossing this time? Oh. Uh, not that I know of. I didn't think about that, actually. Yeah, isn't that with Bianca, right? I have no idea. I am an, I'm an Animal Crossing newbie. Not sure. I don't okay. know. Someone write us in. Tell us. Tell us. Uh, at yes, critical underscore HP, let us know. Uh, Catherine Full Body coming to Nintendo Switch on July 7th. Uh, the Full Body Collection, if you pre-order it, you get a keychain, and there's a weird situation going on at GameStop that Christy showed me, which has the pre-order sitting at $999. Don't know why. Uh, so yeah, there's yeah. Apparently that's how much we have to pay. <laughs> gotta pay $1,000 for uh, Catherine Full Body on Nintendo Switch. Love is over. <laughs> and uh, and you get like a nine hundred fifty dollars cheap keychain as you know your bonus. All right. <laughs> Buy it, your sheeps. Next up, we had a new eShop game called Good Job available right now. Um, I, I thought it was kind of cute. Not gonna lie, maybe not. Uh, it did look kind of cute. It was kind of mm-hmm. cute. Uh, we got the yeah. Ring Fit Adventure Rhythm Mode update, which we talked about. Uh, King's Bounty 2, a Western JRPG, uh, sorry, a Western tactical RPG is coming to the Switch later this year. ARMS is getting a Nintendo Switch Online members are able to play for free, so it's getting that coming out, and we're also getting a Smash character from arms uh from fighter pass 2 as the first character we went over a lot of bravely default 2 which i know we're all looking forward to there is no release date yet it just says 2020 but the demo is out right now if you play it don't forget to do the survey if i'm not mistaken the octopath survey was the reason that we had skippable cutscenes in octopath so thank you we need things like that so do the survey once you finish it it makes a difference i love when developers are listening we have to uh you know get these things out there and make sure yes for sure because it's it's also also 
I don't think the survey is out yet. I think it'll be coming out within the next few days. So if you if you do have your Switch ready to go and you're excited for this game, I would recommend downloading the game and playing it within the next few days. So when the survey comes out, you're ready to do it immediately. Yes. Obviously, the survey is going to stick around for a while. But, you know, the sooner the better, especially if you're excited for it and you're invested uh-huh. in the game. You want to get your feedback in there as soon as possible. Yes, yes, yes. Play it now. Go play it now. Download it. Make it the most downloaded demo ever so they know how excited we are for Bravely Default 2. Go play it. Um, also, a uh, side note, Waluigi is now trending in video games on uh, Twitter. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so, There you go. They didn't even wait for it to say a prank, man. They didn't even wait. <laughs> I mean, oh, so is Xenoblade, but I, Waluigi's up there. I am scared of the internet if Fringman is the character. I am frightened. <laughs> oh, man. be wild. I'm scared. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Next up was Clubhouse Games. Ooh, my god, Clubhouse Games. 51 okay. classic titles coming okay. to Switch, June 5th. Go ahead, Brandon, tell me. Yes, Clubhouse games. Oh my god. So, I played that game. I got that game on DS. Um, it was one of the, um, Touch Generations games, which was like a series of DS games that was like really took advantage of like the touch controls and Nintendo was among them, Brain Age was among them. Clubhouse games was just like literally just that. Clubhouse games that you could play on your DS with the touch screens. It was super fun. You could play like all kinds of like different playing card games, uh, pool games, stuff like that. It was super fun. But this game here, Clubhouse games, uh, 51 games. First of all, that list of games is enormous, mm-hmm. and some of them are even gonna have online play. And like a lot of those games, are just like old games that they could have sold for like maybe like five bucks, but you're getting like all of them for like I think the price of like forty or something like that, which is like crazy. And it's not only gonna have like Clubhouse games; it's gonna have games that were in We Play and We uh, Sports. Mm-hmm. Like I saw the tanks game from We Play. There's like the table tennis games and like the like the pool games from like those from those games as well. Like this clicks is gonna be insane. Like I am absolutely gonna get this. Like I mean, yeah. it, it, so the best part is that it's such a great collection. Like you said, fifty one yeah. games is a huge amount, and it's so great for just killing time when you're waiting in line, you're sitting somewhere for whatever that is you're waiting on. It's such a great way to kill time, mm-hmm. and, and you know it's classic oh, yeah. games that everybody uh, knows, so it's even better. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we talked about Ninjala coming May 27th for free, so let's all go play. Uh, there's also uh, Jedi Outcast releasing later this year. Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy is for out for the Switch today with online multiplayer, online multiplayer with up to 16 people, as well as Star Wars Episode One Racer coming to the Switch soon. There is... Oh my goodness, so... Mm-hmm. so yeah, so... I've never played Jedi Academy. Like, like Jedi Academy and the Jedi Outcast games are those Star Wars games that everybody would like talk about, but I just had never touched them myself. I downloaded Jedi Outcast and haven't touched it yet, but I'm excited to give Jedi Academy a try. I want to see what the hype is all about. And Episode One Racer, I have played when I was younger. That's a really solid racing game, honestly. So this is all exciting stuff. Uh, Panzer Dragoon, the remake. We heard about it a while ago, and then nothing, only for Nintendo to tell us that it is a time switch, switch exclusive out today. So that's also always exciting. Then already downloaded. Did you really? I you? yeah, I've, I, I've like the the it's a it's an on rails shooting game in the vein of like Star Fox. Everyone told me that if you like Star Fox, you would like Panzer Dragoon. You would love this. So it's like you know what? Let me go ahead and download it. I looked at the gameplay trailer, it sold me, bought it. I'm going to give it a try probably later today after I do the Bravely Default demo. Oh, cool. Um, so then we okay. had a lovely little sizzle reel of Trials of Mana coming April 24th, Fuser Fall, Elder Scrolls Blades coming out in spring, Warhammer 40k coming out in May, Mechanicus, sorry, Warhammer 40k Mechanicus coming out in May. 
Vigor with a closed beta on April 9th. Burnout Paradise Remastered coming out sometime this year. Saints Row 4 coming out March 27th. Legend of Heroes Trials of Cold Steel 3 coming June 30th with a demo out right now. Mr. Diller Drill Land coming out June 25th. (laughs) Minecraft Dungeons coming out this spring. And all of those are going to be out this year. And then we closed up with the Pokemon Galar region update. Isle of Armor. Was the Isle of Armor, right? Yes, Isle of Armor. And that was everything in yep, the yep. mini Nintendo Direct. Uh, any final words about it, guys? Uh, so it's a, it was a Direct mini, so there was nothing I would say that was particularly like mind blowing or anything like that. Um, but there was a lot. It, it was just a nice, good, consistent Direct. Not everything was for everybody, obviously, but I think there was enough there that I came out of it pretty satisfied. It's for for being called a Direct mini. I think it was better than I might have expected. But of course, it's not to the part of like a regular direct, but that's fine. I, I enjoyed what I they saw. They kept our expectations tempered by calling it a direct mini, I feel For, like. Exactly. And I think that was absolutely to its benefit. And to be fair, it is, I don't even know if direct mini is even like in terms of length anyways. I don't even know if that's entirely accurate because they've had directs out of 20 minutes. Exactly. They've had directs out of 40 they, they minutes. They have. Exactly. Like, I, direct feel like, I feel like that with the virus, they did cut some stuff out from the direct. Maybe so, yeah. It's po- it's very possible. Maybe there was a, quote, mind-blowing announcement somewhere in there that they had to, like, ultimately be like, let me shuffle this out and then call it mini direct. That also may explain why it was, like, shadow drop. I mean, direct minis historically have been shadow drop while the main directs usually get, like, announced two days prior. So, who knows? Yeah. We have no idea what happened behind the scenes. All I know is that, the, like Jerome mentioned at the very beginning of this podcast, this direct was rumored for the longest. There were some people out there calling it with, like, full confidence – so for the, at least for those people's credibility, I'm glad that they ended up being right about it, that there, something came out today, you know? Exactly. I was actually super excited about this direct um, as I watched. Uh, I, and I know that some people like think that it's not a, a great direct. This this direct actually had me more excited with more. Oh, no, I loved it. That I was, oh, no, no, I, I know we do. I mean, like, I've just, you know, been seeing some comments. But this, this direct actually had me more oh, excited yeah. than some of the main directs before because I was more interested sure. in some of the games. I love customization. So seeing the customization in Pokemon had me screaming. I'm so excited. I can't wait to change my hair and my clothes and look like Dr. Rose, even though he's, you know, not a great guy. I want his hair um, and his suit. I'm just like, I'm so ready to, to like, whatever. The point is I'm ready. <laughs> so the Pokemon was, was awesome. Uh, oh, we, we didn't mention, we didn't mention this, but like, uh, if you have the, if you already have purchased the expansion pass, they did add something to the game now where I think you can now get Leon's outfit. So you can have uh, a champion yes, time while you wait. You. Yes, I don't want it. But it's not, it's outfit. without the cape, right? It is without the cape. It is without the cape, but you can still have a, have a champion time. And if you do the spin and then do the pose, you're basically Leon. Except you just but, don't but, have the cape. But the cape. Honestly, all I want cape, is the cape. I hate that cape. I also hate his whole outfit, his whole outfit. So I'm fine without it. <laughs> Okay, so you don't need it. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll wear it. I'm I will, well yes. pretend I have a cape. Yeah, we can, um, we can go against each other and you wear that. Anyway, yeah, so I thought it was really, really, <laughs> really great. A lot of games that I was interested in, like, uh, you know, Bioshock, Borderlands. I've never played Xenoblade Chronicles, so seeing that was cool. Seeing the addition of the Fantastic Four and Marvel Ultimate Alliance was dope. Uh, there were a lot of great things in here. As, uh, Catherine Full Body coming to Switch is also really cool. Adding music elements to Ring Fit. Uh, there's just so much awesome stuff. A quick glance at what is going to be the next Smash character. Bravely Default 2, all of this leads up to me as like a bomb-ass direct. It's probably better than some of the other ones that I saw, but that's just because what I, it's what I'm interested in anyway. If you like RPGs, this was definitely a good direct for, for, sure. The, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Especially if you love JRPGs. 
Yeah. But even Western ones, because they had that King's Bounty too. I don't know much about it, but it looks pretty cool. So if you're into that, then that's another RPG you can play. Mm-hmm. But Chrissy, yeah, your your what your last thoughts? Um, I think you guys basically summed it all up. It's a pretty good, solid mini direct overall, and we now we now have some games that we know that's coming out until June. Yeah, we have the yeah. first uh, half something. of the year <laughs> so, Something on the horizon. <laughs> so we have things on the horizon. And now everybody will be asking for the E3 Direct. Mm-hmm. Well played. Right. Well played, mm-hmm. Nintendo. Well played. That's going to be at the next one at I'm this waiting point. waiting to see what they do with uh, ARMS and Smash. Anyway, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for listening. As a quick shout out, this Saturday, we are going to be having our first HP Critical Tournament. We're playing some Pokemon and some Smash. We have uh, friends of the site coming on as well. Some people that have been featured in our Twitch streams with Brandon before. So please, please, please come out. We're also be, we will also be supporting and having a fundraiser for bipolar disorder uh, between 9 and 11 during the stream. The stream is Saturday on March 28th from uh, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. We're playing some Pokemon battles. And then from 8 to 11, we're playing some Smash battles. Come out, hang out, have fun. Watch us on Twitch, on Mixer. Hopefully we'll be on YouTube at that time as well. Uh, uh, donate to uh, Bipolar Disorder if you can, uh, whatever you have. Help us help others. And that's everything. If you want to get in contact with us, if you want to be a part of any of the stuff that we're doing, please let us know at, at critical underscore HP or HPCriticalGaming at gmail.com. Any of those websites work. Or you can reach out to me directly at Jitrel. Or you can reach out to Christy and Brandon. How can they get to you guys? Um, my Twitter handle is RubyAmber. So you can reach out to me there. And Brandon? Yep. Yeah, my Twitter handle will be uh, Mr. Louis Don. The M and the L there are capitalized, so you can find me there. If you need have any questions or any information about the tournament or anything else, you can find me there. There you go. And all, as always, you can check us all out at uh, hpcritical.com where we have diverse and interesting opinions and outlooks in gaming uh, for all of our uh, articles and related information. And that's everything for now. See you all on Saturday during our tournament. Bye, everybody. Stay fresh. Bye.